It's the Dear Auntie Podcast with your favorite aunties, Carm and Co. Talk to me. What's going on with you? You need advice and they've got the answers. Auntie gonna keep it real. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. You're tuned in to the Dear Auntie Podcast. Podcast. It's your favorite aunties. I'm Co. And I'm Carm. And we are here to give you some advice regardless of what you are going through. Your mm-hmm. auntie's got some answers to get you through. So That's right. Let's get into it. Yes. How are you today? I am on a scale of 1 to 10. We haven't done that in a minute. Okay. I'm we're back to the to, scale. Huh? We're, we're back to the scale. Okay. I'm going to say... I think I'm, I've backslid from an 8 to a 7. No. Only because I got a lot going on this week. Okay. And I feel kind of overwhelmed. We'll but lots it. of good stuff. So okay. I won't complain, but... Good stuff in the making. Time management is not my friend. What about you? Uh, I'm going to give myself a seven and a half. A seven okay, and a half. half. Yeah. So um, this week, like yours, is stressful for me. A lot going on. Um, trying to juggle a lot. So... You know, we're working it out, though. We're working it out. We are here. But overall, for feeling y'all. good. Feeling good. Feeling yes. good. I think it's a blessing, right? I'd rather mm-hmm. be busy than yeah, booked and busy. broke. Yeah. All right. Um, so I got a secret to tell you. Okay, what is it? I found a dog mommy soulmate on Instagram. I'm so excited about it. I know how You're much. You're serious about your dog. I know how much you love the mm-hmm. fact that I'm the best dog mom in the world. That's, yeah. And my doggy goes to camp. And all of She's that good serious. stuff. Daycare. And there's I've, doggy daycare. There's doggy daycare. Um, and I found another black girl just like me. She's actually better than me. She's okay. a better dog mom. And she goes by the name of, let me get this right, Storm Rain Pit. That's R-E-I-G-N if you want to follow her on Instagram. Is that a real name? Yeah. And her Instagram, she has thousands of followers and her Instagram videos are insane. Let me tell you what she does with her dog. She feeds her dog daily steak and pancakes and fried eggs and mixed veggies and it is such like it's so enjoyable for me to watch and I just wanted you to know that I found my soulmate on Instagram and I thought you'd be happy for me I'm annoyed by this (laughs) because I am of the belief that you should just have a baby such a hater if you're gonna do all of this for these dogs that's how i ended up with my first baby because i told my husband we're not getting a dog so you we just might as well have a baby yep and oh, we had a baby. no big deal dogs are expensive they are very expensive but you are taking very good care of your dog thanks. so i think you're gonna be a great thanks for mom. the support i just wanted to share that with you um <sighs> Doggy so mom's let me ask you a question how do you pronounce aunt do you pronounce it aunt aunt or ain't aunt. I think it depends on which one I'm talking about. If I'm talking about like an OG, <laughs> like a great, great, great aunt, they were always ain't. Auntie. It was ain't. Yeah, it was ain't. That's so funny because I, I think white people say aunt. I think they say aunt. aunt. White people say aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. never said aunt. I usually say aunt or auntie. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever said ain't. But somebody, I read a tweet and it was so funny. The Cindy Noir, she said different aunties get different versions of the pronunciation. This is true. Just like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My old, yeah. it was almost like I didn't even know the name. You said it all together. Like yeah. Aunt Kathleen. You Aunt, know, it was just like Aunt a, Kathleen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, You're yeah, right. That's what it was. So how do you pronounce? So we're aunties. We're aunties. And okay. my nieces and nephew, I'm T.T. Oh. Auntie. Yeah. T.T. Okay. But we're not aunties. Okay. So, so we are over a couple of things. I do as believe always. Auntie is over it. What are you over this week, Carmen? So what I'm over, completely over, completely had it, is 
concert goers throwing things on stage at the people that are performing. I don't understand the point of showing up to a concert to some people that you supposedly like and throwing shit at them on stage. I think that's insane. I think people are insane and and people do things to get to have a viral moment because they want that's, to be the that's antagonist. That's big loser and energy. And you paid your money. I think things should happen. Like there should be consequences. That's why Cardi B continues to be my favorite because Cardi B ain't playing with immediate y'all. consequences. Immediate. Somebody threw <laughs> some water on her. Immediately this person was struck in the forehead. With a with microphone. microphone. And I think that's what needs to happen with this generation and just this era of people, this new batch of people, is that they need swift and immediate consequences for their this actions. This audacious bunch. Yeah, it's just like, so yeah, I'm over that. Like, if you're going to pay your money to go watch a show, go watch it, act like you got some home training, and go home. And just enjoy yourself. So my, what I'm over this yeah. week is actually in alignment with what you're over. Okay. I am over spoilers. Okay. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert. That don't come with an alert. Um, I think if you're like me and life be life in, Mm -hmm. especially when we're talking about like series, I might not see the newest episode the day that it drops. That's correct. You should not be having a (laughs) full on dialogue about what happened last night. Give me more than one day. Okay, that was going to say. more than one day. Because you can't tell people like. Not not a whole week. You don't have to be a week behind with your recap. But can I get 24 hours? Because somebody's waiting for it to drop at midnight. I'm not that somebody. I'm going to catch it by midnight the next midnight. Yeah. So yeah. I should not log on to Instagram at 8 o'clock the next morning and you are telling You've me that James St. Patrick got shot in the club. Ooh. Like, no, don't do that. Oh, that was a rough time. That was a rough time. That was a rough time in the internet streets when we were watching Power and people was just spoiling just, it for yeah, everyone. Don't, don't do that. I think it's very rude. So yeah. movies, TV, any of the things, just keep it to yourself or talk to your friends. But you have like a maximum, like you have three what's, days a timeline? to three watch days. it and then after that, you can't put an embargo so on So what's it. the timeline for movies? Mm. I don't think there is a timeline for movies. I think you need to just go movies. You can get movies anywhere these days. You can go stream them too. So hey. So the moment you see it, it's open season to talk about. I think it. so. I mean, people listen, Cole. The world doesn't revolve around you. This is true, and I be late. Auntie. So this is not just for me because I do be late. <laughs> I'm late to all the parties, baby. I st- I still have not seen the last season of Insecure, only because I don't want to let go. I'm sad. I don't either. I'm sad. About Bring it. another one back, please, please Issa. Issa. Please. Anyway, um, I have a trivia game for you. Every time I look at these, (laughs) I was looking like, what is this? I know that you love these games. All right, so first up, I want to know how much of an auntie you actually are in order to keep your auntie card. Okay. Okay? So first one, what famous black auntie needs a freak in the morning and a freak in the evening? I need a freak in the morning, in the evening, just like me. Hey. Adina Howard. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. ding a ling a ling a <laughs> Thank you. All right. Next up. What famous black auntie was known for the way she said, Mary? I don't know if that was Jackie good. Harry. Jackie Harry. That's my girl. Ding, ding, These ding, ding, good because I'm getting them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what famous black auntie got her start on the iconic hit show Moesha as her stepmother? Shirley Ralph. Ding, 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 ding. I loved her in that role. I just love her. I just love her. Yes. Uh, you didn't like mean? her in that role? I don't remember. I she feel wasn't like the mean. Moesha was... had a little attitude Moesha. problem. I mean, yeah. That's, so that's how it she goes. did what needed to be done. She did. 
gotta All right. ask the line. And which famous black auntie should have her own boot line? Mary J. <laughs> The aunties of all aunties. The auntie of all aunties. Yes. I love it. Ding, ding. So you got a 100% score on, you are officially. I am the, the auntie. auntie. Thank you. We need sound some graphics. Yeah, there you go. Like that was exciting. I loved it. Oh my gosh. You are setting me up to win. And I did not have those questions on my card. So that yeah, was real. Yeah, you did really good. All right, ready for some advice? Get into some. Oh no! What I was skipping time? ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You so you're time. ready to give the nieces I was and ready, everybody but advice. But we got to get into some tea first. Real quick, I want to talk about our girl Tiffany Haddish. Um, Is she our girl? Uh, Is she your girl? Uh, well. Uh, um, it's producing a docu-series about successful women who date homeless men. Tell me how you feel about that, because I know you got something to say about that. Well, I don't know of any successful women that date homeless men. I don't know where she's going to find a plethora of these women to <laughs> highlight for this show. However, we did previously discuss Auntie Tia, who did pick a man up off the bus, off stop, the bus stop, and we see how that ended. And that turned out so really bad. That did not end very well. So I'm not here I'm, for it. I'm interested to see what she comes up with and how that goes. Um, apparently, the whole purpose purpose behind it is to get rid of the stigma behind homelessness that's but not gonna do it i just feel like if you're homeless can we get some programs in the community or something? having a tv show is gonna something else be a resource um yeah, anyway I don't think so um remember superhead how could we forget okay. i definitely still follow her on instagram i she, do too the fact that she's like not superhead she's like a cultural like I don't want to say cultural icon, but like... I mean, she's a staple of our... She's a staple in the community, yeah, okay? Yeah. And she's now... She now goes by Elizabeth Ovison. Is that her real name? I guess so. That's on her Instagram page. That's her Instagram page. Yeah. Um, But she wrote a long paragraph. Go check it out if you have the time about like who she is now and how she's no longer soup, that super head and that it was basically was fake, mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, that the she, sex wasn't fake. That she created this persona and you know, right. that and person was fake, but she did that shit for real. Yeah. And so she definitely did that <laughs> shit. Um, and so I just want to use this as an opportunity to tell our nieces and nephews out there that this is a prime example why you don't place people on pedestals, especially the people that you see in social media land, mm -hmm. and try to live the same lives as them. Because they ain't even no five lives. to ten years later, they're gonna come back and be like, "What happened back there? It was all a facade. It was all a lie." And now you've lived your real life. It was based all on, a lie based on some fake <laughs> shit. Yeah, please stop. Please stop. Yeah, and so just I just wanted to use that opportunity as a learning um, curve. But Sierra. It's pregnant. <sighs> They're pregnant again. Another black baby being born into a two-parent home. We We're going to clap it. it up for that. I love it. We I'm love here black for babies. It. I'm here for it. Um, Russell, stay off of that woman. He can't. He can't stay off of her. And he is such, from what we see, because we don't know, right? They seem. But from what we see, he seems to be such an active father that yeah. how could you be mad he wants 10 more kids? He's even... Taking care of futures. He is. They, I saw a post today that's like, yo, future. <laughs> Russell is such a good daddy that little future starting to look like him. I mean, he hey, is. it is what they it is. They say if you feed them long enough, they're going to start to look like you. And I think that's what's happening. And I so want to say kudos to Russell for just being a stand-up guy. I feel like he gets so much flack. He does. He and gets I don't understand on. why. He gets hated on by grown-ass men, which is really weird. I mean, he seems like he's just being a good person and a good that's father not cool, but and that's husband. not cool. That's... Corny. And Sierra smiling from ear to ear. 
And they hate After it. After Surviving Future and 50 Cent. There needs, there needs to be and a documentary wow. called Surviving Future. There needs to be a Bow Wow call. I mean, a, a Bow Wow. <laughs> a documentary called How, How Sierra Upgraded Her Life. Because Boom. the clowns that she was fooling with. Speaking of clowns. Ooh, girl. Uh, that's your niece. Of, that's not my niece. Of, Auntie Coco. Co called her a clown. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. Go clown there. behavior. This is very much. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there we go. Come on. But speaking of pregnant, okay, Krishan is pregnant again, or for the first. time. I was time. gonna say, wait, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, pregnant okay. for the first time, <sighs> and I have a problem with everything that's happening in this whole experience for her. Um, I don't know if you've watched their show. I have absolutely not on watched Zeus Net. Okay, well, I was. Um, Unfortunately, I had to watch it when I was getting my hair done one day and it was on in the salon and they were I, I was forced to watch it. Um, anyway, uh, a new trailer has been released for their show Crazy in Love 2, mm-hmm. where Blueface and Krishan are going at each other's throat. And I just got to say that this is an incredibly toxic relationship and I don't feel like it should be put on a platform for our nieces celebrated. and nephews it's being celebrated to see and, exploited. and to try to model their lives after this. This is, I, I, I want our baby to get help. Krishan needs help. I and agree. I, I'm, I'm wondering where are the elders and the mentors in the industry? Girl, the elders and the mentors in her own family can't seem to get through to her. So mm, well. I don't see. You know, some lessons mm. I think you have to learn the hard way. Some things, even, I'm sure you can think of examples of, I can think of examples of things mm. that I have gone through that nobody could have convinced me not to do. Like if you just I, have I had to, to do it. I had to learn it the hard way. Yeah. And you know, with my nieces, it's like I could tell y'all stuff all day long, but there's certain things, certain lessons you're I gonna have to learn that. the hard way. Because she's but I she's hate it for you, always but. online crying about this. I mean it's very sad. It's yeah. like a train wreck. Just yeah. and to see the before pictures of you know before Blueface and now you know post Blueface is and definitely baby, like just two put different you, And just keep your tooth in, whatever you do, just keep that tooth in. What is the backstory with the tooth? I don't know, but I want my baby girl to keep, to keep it, it in. in, regardless. All right, so we're praying for you, Krishan. Um, let's talk about mommyhood. I know that this is. We should have had drinks. Yeah, <laughs> some mom tales. Um, Listen, let's talk about mommyhood, and it's and particularly mommyhood for the 35 and up crowd. The geriatric mom. The geriatric moms. Check in. I want to read a tweet okay. that I came across, all right, from Control Neo on Twitter, now known as X, which is just dumb as hell. But anyway, um, somebody, he says, my wife is in her fourth month of pregnancy. Her friend sent her a study claiming most men find their pregnant wives unattractive. How do you handle a situation like this? And how do you tell a woman that we can be unattracted to you, but still love you? He's asking for advice from the general population on this. What say you, Co? Should your husband ever tell you <laughs> he's not attracted to you while you're pregnant? I wanted to say nigga, please, but that was not an appropriate <laughs> response. There is no way. There is no <sighs> right way to say that mm. to mm. a woman, let alone a pregnant woman. I've never been pregnant and hormones I'm are just raging. Yeah. That's not information that she needs to know. Yeah. That's, you should take that to the grave, sir. You definitely shouldn't Keep post it, it on yourself. social media. It's just not something. It's not nice. Why would you want to upset Why would she need to know wife? that information? Yeah. And yeah, dude. So anyway, um, so Please talking relax. more, let's get more into what it 
feels like to be a mom, the experience of mommyhood, how we feel about ourselves. Let's get into that. So I'm completely scared of being a mom. Are you? What's your fear? I'm, first of all, scared of giving birth. I'm mm -hmm. actually scared of the actual giving birth part. Okay, that's number Delivering one. Delivering your child. Delivering a child. Mm -hmm. Number two, I'm scared that if I get pregnant and have a kid, that my whole life is going to be on pause. And I feel like my life, my career has just gotten on the path that I wanted on. And I feel like having a kid is going to completely throw that shit off track. And I am horrified. I'm scared. As you should be. <laughs> I'm scared. That's not Those helpful. Very, I know. I'm like, do you want helpful advice? Do you want real advice? I was really look in your eye processing, was like, like, what should mm, I, what should my You should be, be really scared. You should be really scared. I think those are valid fears. Okay, thank um, you. I was literally just listening to a podcast. I think it was Good Moms, <laughs> Good Moms, Bad Choices. And they were talking about how the conversation around birth is not normalized. Most of what you learn about pregnancy and yeah. childbirth, you learn once you're pregnant and it's too late, right? It's like this marriage. Point, you're like, right, what the you're hell? In, you're in it now. <laughs> and so I think, again, normalizing these conversations, mm -hmm. like what do we have to look forward to? What yes. should we be you know, aware of? What are some things that you did learn too late that you want to share with somebody um, a little bit sooner? And I think those are very normal fears. Most people okay. are scared of the birth and not the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but everybody's experience is different. So I'm looking forward to the pregnancy. Are you? Where I can just be pregnant and everybody's like catering you know, to I me. Thought, so that is a thing. That's a <laughs> thing. Like, pregnant lady Taking coming through. Of, yes, <laughs> please. Help. Help. Help Taking me. advantage of the pregnant privilege. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. The, the bigger boobs. Um, the bigger boobs. That's not fun. That's one thing that I was looking forward to that oh. I was very disappointed by. Oh. Big boobs are not fun. They're not fun. I had zero. I had nipples before I had baby, <laughs> before I got pregnant. And the boobs were like the least favorite thing. Oh, no. Um, but I think the thing that should make you feel better, even though it's not going to, is by the time you are ready to have the baby, all of that fear goes out the window because you're just ready to get the baby out of you. So you don't care how it's so going to come like, out. It's like whatever you got to do, get the baby Adrenaline out. rush. Not even adrenaline. Not even, like, just in that moment, like, during, like, the last trimester. You're okay. Not, the fear has subsided because now you're over it. Yeah, you just want it out. Okay. So I don't think you'll actually be actively scared. Okay. Does know? it hurt? Yes. Okay. It does hurt. But I feel like wisdom teeth hurt pretty bad also. Did you have your wisdom teeth no, taken out? No, I actually have them in my mouth. Okay, so you have not experienced I'm a 30 that. So what's the worst pain teeth. you recall? That's a great question. I'm trying to gauge your your readiness. Um, actually, I said I wasn't pregnant before, but I actually was pregnant before. I had okay. a miscarriage. Okay, was so that, that painful? So that was painful. Yes. Okay. Yes. What was? I don't. We don't, we don't need to go there. But that was yeah. a painful experience. It was okay. Incredibly painful, and I felt like I was like, "Well, is this like what giving birth it, is like?" Was it like a crampy? It was crampy. So contractions are cramping. I was like, "Ooh." So maybe you have experienced mild, like somewhat yeah, closer yeah, yeah. to yeah. it. Okay. So you might be, you know, you might be more ready than you think you are. So speaking of miscarriages and that kind of thing, I think a major part of why I had a miscarriage is because I am a geriatric. You think so? Yeah, like, well, I have fibroids also, which we could talk That's on and on thing. about this topic. Yes. But I'm trying to keep it condensed because okay. there's so much to say. But geriatric pregnancy, I was reading that miscarriages um, are more... Um, What's the word I'm looking more for? Likely, more, more likely mm -hmm. um, with people that are 35 plus. And so... Um, I want to talk about just being older and giving birth. You what was, was the experience? Yeah, I was getting ready to say, old. what was your experience? So I was 34 when I got pregnant for the first time. I had mm -hmm. turned 35, though, while okay. pregnant. And it was literally like 
at that very next appointment, geriatric was like right it was at, like, across here's the your cane. Yeah, it was like, here you go. You're here to pick up your bifocals. <laughs> it, it was literally like, like now I'm more at risk this that week is so sad. than I was last week. But it, that it's is, real. It's real. Okay. I think that your mindset is just so important. The yeah. way that you approach things is, in my opinion, going to dictate what you how, what you get your out experience. of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, how your experience goes. So um, I think you can get just caught up in the rabbit hole. You know, there's a whole TikTok thing, yeah, TikTok and I, trend and I don't about want to. how your life is just like you're putting your life at risk. You're going to all of the things you can get lost in the sauce with all of that. And I think that that's going to dictate your experience. I personally mm. went way too deep into wanting to dictate my birth story. Okay. And it went the opposite way that I had planned it to go. Doesn't it always? It, I mean, it, everything <laughs> that could have went wrong did go wrong, but I came home with a healthy baby. So, Amen. So I say that to say, don't stress yourself out. Yeah. Like, wait, if you're going to be stressed out, you might as well stress that shit out when it, when it gets here. Like, there's no mm. sense in being stressed okay. prematurely. It makes you feel a little better. And if you go looking at the statistics, they're all going to tell you that you have one pregnancy. egg left and you have no chances. And we know that that's not the case. So don't get lost in the statistics. I don't believe in the statistics. I'm the exception to the rule. I don't care what the rule is. If you want it bad enough, you can have so it. So I was going to ask you if giving birth has slowed you down at all, but it hasn't. It has. It has? Yes. How? You do 50, 11 things a day. And my head is spinning. It's tough. It's a lot. So that's why I look like that when you were like, you're worried your life is going to be on pause. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I did not think that my life was going to be on pause. And because I had not considered that... It hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, you were like, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? And I still mm. very much am trying to figure out how do you do all the things? How do you show up as a wife, a mom, a businesswoman? Yeah. Show up for yourself. It's a lot. Do you plan to get help? Like, Manny? Well, we definitely, we have help. Okay, good. But you're still the mom. Okay. That is, no, that is correct. But... I encourage all women, particularly black women, if you can afford it, because I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know, taboo in our community it's, a little bit. not even taboo. It's like frowned upon. Yeah, almost. like you like, got you a, nanny? a nanny. Like, who do you think you are yeah. to have a nanny? And I certainly, I, I told my husband, I said, this is a prerequisite. Yeah, the baby needs to come with some help. I need to have a nanny when she pops out. Yeah. Um, like the, the nanny should catch the baby. And I want to say this last thing before we move on, because I want to talk about eggs. I told my mom, I said, okay, when I give birth, here's the plan. The plan is that you're going to move into the house with us and you're going to stay in the guest bedroom for about, I don't know, six months. <laughs> She's like, six months? She's like, back in my day, we didn't have people do that. People didn't come stay with us after we gave birth. And why does this new generation need that kind of stuff? And I was like, mom, just because you guys did it, I'm sure you know. Why you guys you did a lot struggle? of things that weren't necessarily good or okay um in other countries women who are pregnant and give birth their whole they village do nothing i mean they come they feed them they they make sure that they don't go to work you know that kind of thing and that's the energy i'm on that's what i want for my pregnancy you know i think it was today that before 6 a.m i had like nursed boobs, changed butts, got, you know, like the laundry list of things that a mother does <laughs> is you should have help and not feel bad about it. I'm scared. Don't be scared. All right. Talking about eggs. Um, we have an anonymous person that wrote in about her eggs. Okay. And she is saying to us um, that she made the decision to, well, it says, I made the decision to freeze my eggs mm -hmm. while navigating through a challenging life change. 
Despite the uncertainty of going through a divorce and starting over, the one thing I was certain of is that one day I will become an amazing mother. The life that I envision for myself involves having a family. And for this reason, I decided to empower myself to take control of this transition period, invest in my future and have a healthy child despite the limitations of my biological clock. And this is from someone who is 36 years old. What are your thoughts on egg freezing? I am an advocate for you taking control of your life. Okay. Um, so I'm an advocate for whatever that means for you. Family okay. planning, whatever that looks like for you. However, and don't eat me up in the comments because <laughs> I'm just telling you my, my truth. Try it. I am not an advocate for signing up for single motherhood. Okay. So freezing your eggs and we with talked about hopes this before. of, yeah, with hopes of, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to meet a mate, you're going to raise this child in a two-parent home. That's your goal. Great. Yeah. Does that always work out? No. It's not 100%. I get that. Yeah. But planning for. The planning part is very important. Being a single important. mother, I think, is like, mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't plan to be a single mom. I get that piece. But the planning overall, kind of like we of talked having about, options. is having options, options yeah. you know, can be good. It might be the only option for some women. We don't want to shame it, but we also want to be realistic True. about what the consequences are. And I don't think it's anything shameful around it. I think, again, mm -hmm. normalizing conversations because white moms are gifting their 18-year-old daughters with a trip to the clinic to get their eggs frozen. And they're yeah. not stressed like we are at 30 because mm -hmm. things have changed. Society has changed. We're not getting married as young as we once were. Yeah. So why should you be 35 stressed out? With so what do you think like about you no women options? that are rushing and feeling like they have to do it now because they're getting older? I mean, there is some truth to, I guess, the clock ticking, but where is that, that pressure? What do you think about I that I think pressure? you should make decisions that you are willing to, to stand on. Yeah. I, okay. I personally can't imagine being, you know, now I'm 39 and I didn't freeze my eggs and now the doctor is saying I don't have any. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, so do you want to listen to me telling you don't do it? <laughs> and in five years from now, you mad as hell? No. So yeah, you don't should put make that on decision. us. Don't. don't. We already make, told you we're not the professionals. decision that you can stand on. We're not experts. Ten toes down. So, so let's get into some non-expert advice. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Dear auntie, mm -hmm. I am a 25-year-old woman who gave birth a year ago. Not to sound morbid, but is worrying about your death normal? Now that I'm a mother, is that a normal concern or am I experiencing postpartum depression? Well, I am definitely Tiana, not going to diagnose you with yeah. postpartum depression, even though I do feel like everybody experiences some level Something as postpartum, maybe not de depression, but you're going to experience something. Things are changing. I think um, thinking about death as you get older, not just becoming a mother, but I think it's a common thought as like people around you, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. damn, friends, yeah. people you went to high school yeah. with are starting Your to Your mortality just, becomes more it's apparent. A thing. Yeah. yeah, it becomes more apparent as you get older. Um, th worrying about, like, what's going to happen to your baby when you do pass on. I think those are normal thoughts. I don't think that's a diagnosis. Okay. So normal. All yeah, right, Tiana, don't worry. We all think about dying and kicking the bucket, okay? Um, next up. Dear fellow aunties, I hope you're doing well, and I love the show. Thank Thanks, you. I've been thinking a lot lately about my purpose. How did you find your purpose? I feel like I'm just doing things, but nothing is really fulfilling. I work a nine to five and have been a part-time hairstylist for 16 years. Woo. I'm wondering if you began to feel more fulfilled once you bet on yourselves, Sabrina. 
Ooh, so this is a, I feel like this is a very common question. Yeah. And I love that older aunties are starting to ask this question because mm-hmm. I hate to think of anybody feeling like it's too late, like yeah. I'm out of time. It's never too late I, to Never start. too late, never too late. Um, the grandma from the Black Panther, late, you know, the lady who literally got her first acting role at 80 plus. Ooh, I, need, I don't know her name, you know, but yes. You know who I'm talking I know about. Talking about. Yes. It's never too late. Um, so one of the things that I like to offer Um, in consideration of discovering your purpose is the fact that sometimes your purpose is not something pleasant. It's not rooted in something pleasant. I think a lot of times your purpose is rooted in pain. So thinking back to those things, those experiences that are unique to you, those things that you've been through that had you like in the fetal position, like crying on your bedroom floor. Those moments, I feel like a lot of times are giving you clues as to what your purpose is. And inspiration. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times what you've been through is linked to your purpose. It's meant to help you, you know, in helping other people get through those things as well. Agreed. Um, I know for me, in finding my purpose, I felt like I have a similar story. I moved to Atlanta. At first, I was a blogger. Then I was a journalist. Then I was a PR person. I was a nanny. I was a bottle girl. I was all over the place, right? And I'm like, what is my purpose? I know I'm not just here to be popping bottles in the club. Um, And so it wasn't until, to your point, I really just thought about, like, my personal struggle, which was... I was here in Atlanta by myself and like didn't have any friends or didn't have a tribe. And I used that loneliness essentially that I felt to tap into what I feel now is my purpose with the Black Girl Social Club, um, bringing other women together. So I think your purpose isn't always as apparent mm-hmm. um, as you, we want it to be. We kind of just think, well, I should be born being, you know, this thing or whatever. But sometimes it comes to you throughout your life's journey and you're pushed in a different direction. Have you always been social? I have. I've always been a social butterfly. Because I think for sure your purpose, like, leaves clues. Like, throughout yes. your life, there were yes. probably things that you were doing that mm-hmm. literally stepped you right into Black Girl Social Yes. Club. If you ask any of my friends, they would know. They would say, Carmen always was throwing house parties. Carmen was always throwing gatherings. You know, she was always introducing people to other people. And so when I look back on it now, I'm like, it makes sense. Oh. The pieces of the puzzle. It makes sense. They, they came together. So I think just take some time to journal. Think back about all the things you've done over the years think about all the things that you love and I think it will it will take you to your purpose and also thinking about what you're naturally good at I think we overlook we don't give ourselves credit for the things that come naturally to us yes because it comes naturally to us Mm -hmm. it's just like oh that that little overlook it we overlook it so think about the things that people always ask you for help with think about the things that people always compliment you on bingo those I think a lot of times it's giving you clues of what other people see in you that you sometimes can't see in yourself exactly great advice Dear aunties, I'm a 23-year-old woman living in L.A. I just graduated college and met some pretty amazing ladies there. Many of them are from well-to-do families, but I definitely am not. They can all afford nice Chanel bags, expensive shoes, and can afford to go out to really nice restaurants. Hmm. I can't really afford any of these things. I work two jobs just to survive. It's so expensive here, but I like hanging Hmm. with them, and sometimes I feel left out. I feel really stupid because I recently opened a credit card to buy a $5,000 Chanel bag so I wouldn't look out of place when I was with them. What are your thoughts? Did I make a mistake? Your niece, Paris. Yeah, Paris, you made a mistake because guess what? Ain't nobody about to go broke trying to look like... 
Paris. How you looking like you? How you got the five thousand dollars Chanel bag and you ain't got five thousand dollars in it? Now Paris, baby, let Auntie talk to you for a minute. Um, we all understand the desire to fit in. We do. We get it, right? But what you've done is you've put yourself in a predicament. You are now five thousand dollars in, in debt. debt, and that. $5,000. I'd rather you had said you took out that credit card to put the 5000 towards... Opening a business. Uh, opening a business. A down payment. Something, like you said, something you can flip. Anything else besides a Chanel bag. Okay? And I think we have to move away from the idea that what we have, the material items that we have, make us who we are. Because that's just not true. I want you to consider that it's what's in you and yes. not what's on you. There you go. Simple. What substance? How could you? So, so yes, to answer your question, you did make a mistake. Yeah. However, Chanel bags do have great resale value. Yeah. Sell that damn Put bag. Put it back online. Sell it, please. Put it sell back it. online. And then I'm not even going to say sell it and go pay the credit card down. I'm going to say sell it, make payments on the credit card, but use that money to either invest in something, starting Come on, a business, financial advice. or invest in learning a skill. A high-income producing skill. What can you learn that you can now go back and make $5,000 times 10? Right. And then you can buy that little bag and not think twice about it. And, you, and you're leaving out some key points, too, Paris, is that you're, you mentioned that these girls come from well-to-do families. They're not okay? so they're taking not out credit cards. They're not likely buying these items for themselves, number one. It's not their money, okay? And then, number two, if these friends are making you feel left out, because you don't have a Chanel bag or red bottoms or whatever the case may be, they're not your friends anyway. Find some new friends. Find some new friends, and it might not be them. It might be you. Because sometimes we are making ourselves feel like we're True. like we're thinking we're we're smaller. projecting yeah. our insecurities off on other people, especially if they are from well-to-do families and this is mm -hmm. all they know. Mm -hmm. You know, stop comparing yourself to people on the internet and stop comparing yourself to people in real put life who you know are not struggling yeah. to get the things that they have. Why put yourself in debt trying to keep up with somebody who don't even care about it because they yeah. didn't have to invest in it? It's craziness. It's crazy. Put it don't on Poshmark, it. put it on eBay, move on with your life. Move on. Or Facebook Marketplace. Or Facebook Marketplace. But don't meet up with the people don't at your house. because they're full of scammers. Because it's scammy. If you need some auntie advice, hit yes. us up, dearauntiepod.com. Make sure y'all subscribe to the channel. Um, leave us a review that really, really helps. Share this video with a friend and yes. submit your question for anonymous advice at dearauntiepod.com. Yeah. See you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>